We've got our first committed full-time outlaw team for 2024, and we'll talk about the reaction. Plus, the Williams Grove Bridge is gone. Two sprint car teams solidify their driver plans for next season and more. Let's go. It's Sunday, November 12th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. It's been often talked about and rumored, but the move finally happened. At Williams Grove yesterday, the bridge across the backstretch was officially removed and trucked away. It will now be part of the collection with the Eastern Museum of Motor Racing that is in nearby York Springs, Pennsylvania. The end of this bridge seems to have caused a bit of a mixed reaction, but love it or hate it, supposedly it will be replaced with a new bridge here soon. Talk is pointing to a taller, wider, and longer version of that backstretch bridge being installed in the near future. I don't know what the timeline is, but I'll be sure to share uh, when the new install begins. It definitely looked like there was a bunch of people yesterday who showed up too to see that old bridge removed. Into some sprint car news. I'm sure you've seen this by now, but jumping back to Thursday night, sprint car driver David Gravel was back with a new live stream on his YouTube channel and revealed his 2024 plans. I'll link to it below in the video description if you want to watch that whole live stream. In a not unexpected move, Gravel and the Big Game Motorsports 2 team will remain full-time with the World of Outlaws for next year. Earlier in the week, Houston Speedway announced an expanded slate of races on the Outlaw schedule for 2024, and that seemed to be a big indicator for Gravel and his plans. If you aren't aware, Gravel's Big Game Motorsports team owner is Todd Quiring, who also owns Houston's and the Jackson Motorplex. Quiring and crew chief Cody Jacobs went after Gravel a few years ago because they wanted to win the big races and an Outlaw title. And that focus will not change with the expansion of High Limit. So uh, at the moment, that gives us one full-time team confirmed on each side with Brad Sweet and the KKR49 going High Limit and Gravel and the two going Outlaws. Uh, there are lots of pretty easy assumptions, I think, to make from there about uh, other teams who could go each direction. We've talked about a few of those already, uh, one of those uh, being Zeb Wise and the Redeem 26, uh, obviously, to High Limit. Gravel also shared that he will return to the Chili Bowl in January, again, racing for Dave Estep and the RMS Racing Team. Uh, he's raced with that team in Tulsa before. What was wild about the Gravel announcement, though, was the ridiculous reaction and criticism from some in the aftermath. Talking about how the Outlaw Championship will now have an asterisk next to it, uh, there were a bunch of other insane comments as well that I won't get into, but uh, no, there won't be an asterisk next to whoever wins the title next season, and either title, High Limit or the Outlaws. Regardless of your own opinion on the situation, the World of Outlaws is still the biggest game in town when it comes to sprint cars. Uh, that is full stop. Most races, biggest point fund, highest paying package for travelers, and all the crown jewels still outlaw sanctioned. And those things can't be debated. Uh, that didn't suddenly change either with the ad uh, advent of the High Limit Series, who has yet to even run a single race as a national series. Brad Sweet winning five outlaw championships and then deciding to leave is not David Gravel's fault or his problem. You can only race against whoever shows up on a nightly basis. And to be clear, Gravel will still be up against Brad Sweet plenty next year, as you can be sure the Napa 49 will still run a sizable slate of outlaw races. When the sprint car community decides to split itself in half, if someone is then going to say the outlaw title has an asterisk, then they also have to admit the High Limit series would have one as well. Because if they're going to criticize Gravel and say he's staying because Sweet left, then don't they also have to criticize Sweet for leaving so as to make his own situation easier and not race against competition as difficult in a sandbox of his own creation? Does anyone say that Lucas and Outlaw titles on the late model side have asterisks because those guys are split? No, of course they don't. So we shouldn't do that here either. Folks rail against the Outlaws and say they want sprint car teams to have more freedom, 
but then criticize a driver like Gravel when he and his owner decide to freely choose to stay with the Outlaws. Clearly, there are compelling enough reasons for teams to continue signing on year after year. As more announcements come in here, I don't think we should attack teams for going either direction or not choosing a side at all. Brad's going high limit. Makes a lot of sense. Gravel, staying outlaws. A lot of reasons for that as well. And certain guys like to pick their own schedule. You know, we've seen Brent Marks and Anthony Macri and Rico Abreu do that in the past. That's what freedom looks like. Choosing what's best for your own organization. Some are going to like the added toe and purse money and the bigger point fund and be okay with trading the exclusivity. Others will decide they want to try the new thing because they like the lack of restrictions and the idea of a new approach. Both are okay. And neither will come with asterisks uh, asterisks and qualifiers attached at the end of the day. Uh, If you want some further thoughts from a driver on High Limit versus the Outlaws uh, for next season, check out the most recent edition of the Slider Email Newsletter that features an interview with World of Outlaws Rookie of the Year, Geo Selzy. Writer Jordan Willman asked Geo specifically about their team plans for 2024. Uh, You can see that piece and sign up to get future issues of the slider for free right to your inbox at dirttracker.com slash the slider. Besides the David Gravel news, uh, there have been some other sprint car driver moves in recent days. Uh, Back on Thursday, TKS Motorsports announced that Chase Randall will continue with the team in 2024. They're going to chase a 410 track championship at Knoxville and compete where possible with the World of Outlaws and High Limit. Randall was the 2023 360 Sprint Car Champion in Knoxville. He split time between rides this past season that included in his own family car and the TKS ride. His four victories in 410 competition in 2023 all came in weekly action at the Cusets Speedway. Also, the Kreitz Motorsport 69K will continue with a pair of drivers for next year. Don Kreitz plans to run 40 to 45 races with Logan Wagner in the car at Port Royal shows and Justin Henderson continuing in the seat at races elsewhere like Williams Grove and Lincoln. Wagner and Henderson have been two of several drivers to fill the 69K since the departure of driver Lance DeWeese earlier in 2023. Henderson finished 17th at BAPS in the season finale last night. He had a best finish of 10th at World Finals, making the feature uh, uh, all three of those nights. Speaking of that BAPS show, big $25,000 payday went to Danny Dietrich yesterday. He drove up from 7th to score the victory. Uh, he topped Aaron Bollinger, who went 16th to second, and pole sitter Troy Wagaman, who finished in third. In Power Eye competition with their winged 410 Sprint Car Series, Sam Haverty picked up the night one win at Friday at Tri-State Speedway. That is the Tri-State Speedway in Oklahoma. Uh, he topped the Ridge teammates in Corey Eliason and Aaron Reitzel. Reitzel then went two spots better on Saturday, grabbing the win and $12,000. Podium finishers were exactly the same. Haverty second, Eliason in third. Uh, the Power I winged season ends tonight at Tulsa Speedway with a 7,000 to win race. Ayrton Jenaton appears to be on his way to that series championship. Out in California, the USAC CRA non-wing season ended on Saturday night at the Paris Auto Speedway. CJ Leary, the winner over Brody Roa and Tommy Malcolm. Roa was already crowned the USAC CRA champion for 2023. And some weekend lay model action. Logan Robertson was a $10,000 crate winner uh, at Natural Bridge in Virginia. He topped Will Rowland and Corey Hedgecock in that one. All right, that's it for the show today. Don't forget uh, the Short Track Super Series is in action later on with the Hard Clay Finale at Orange County Fair. That's on the streaming schedule over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. A lot of other good stuff over at dirttracker.com as well. Hope you guys have a great Sunday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.